This is episode 40. 40! Of You'll Die Trying. We said it. We said we'd get to 40 episodes or we'd die trying. My hands are up in the air. Yeah. Fists are pumping. I have no idea. I <laughs> just am excited. Previous episode uh, <gasps> reference, still dark. <laughs> still dark. Uh-huh. It is not. It is joyful in this room. Welcome to number 40. For those of you who are 40, we're glad to meet you where you are. For those of you who aren't, one day you will be. For those of you who remember being 40, we've got you. <laughs> what? I don't know what that meant. I'm Jonathan Carroll. I'm Nathan Morris. You are our listeners, and there are more of you now than there were this time last week. And there are 100% more of you now than there were two years ago. Thank you so much for listening. Wait, two years ago? Yeah, because there wasn't a podcast. So. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, like, we started this, like, less than two, uh, even a year ago, and but we're at the episode at 40. When did we start? I don't know. September, I believe. That's fine. 2018. 2016, yeah. 2016. We took two years off. <laughs> we released yeah. maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're grateful. Number 40. Uh, God, I think awesome. that it would be really helpful for us to say uh, a special thank you to all of our sponsors, uh, past, current, and future. Those of you who uh, might own and operate businesses, we would encourage you to uh, let us know. We would love to give you a shout out on air and to let people know of the services you provide, the quality with which you provide them, and the care and compassion uh, that you have for for the people whom you serve. We'd love to partner with you in that. All you got to do is email us at youldietryingpodcast at gmail.com. Visit us at anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying. You'll die trying podcast on Instagram and you're pointing to me for something else. You'll die trying Facebook. Dang it. I, I, that is my bit. I always Click forget. Click like Leave a comment and make sure to subscribe to the podcast po- to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your listening stuff. And the great thing is, if you download the Anchor.fm mobile app right this very moment when you click follow, you can also leave us voice messages that can be used and featured in upcoming podcasts. And we will. Absolutely. We, we will, will, unless you tell us not to. Unless you definitely tell us not to. In that case, we would just listen and appreciate what you have to say. Yeah, and we thank you in advance for that. So uh, let us know about your uh, your sponsorship desire, but a special thank you to our sponsors. And Nathan, I'd like for you to say a quick word uh, to and about Robert Edge. Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau. He is an agent and he is big on commitment. If you are thinking about home, auto, life, think no other or no further than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau. You know Obviously, we love our things. More importantly, we love the people with whom we share this life with, our family. If you are thinking of life insurance, please give Robert Edge a call. There is no one else that I would entrust my family or my belongings to than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. You can most certainly reach Robert by calling. 270-929-4215. That's 270-929-4215. Thank you, Robert. Don't you love those infomercials uh, that you hear on the radio and they're like, call 1-800-323-LAWS. That is 1-800-323-LAWS. That is 1-800-323-LAWS. Like they say it three or four times. But then after that, and they're like this fine print sometimes. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's what the, I was thinking of. Yeah, that's that uh, that MSRP. We should do that in one of our. Uh, we sponsors. try to do it. We're gonna have to ask Brent to speed that up a little bit because that would be pretty funny. <laughs> be so I think funny. we end up singing like a, a chipmunk song. Yeah, it'd be so much fun. It'd thank you to so Robert Edge. Fun. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Absolutely, very much. Thank you. So we talk about you'll die trying, right? That's the name of our podcast. And there are a lot of people who are clicking in right now. They haven't heard the history. They're not exactly sure what that means. Tell us all again, tell me again, Nathan, what now that it's evolved, I'm sure, since the beginning, what does it mean you'll die trying? We're always striving to be better versions of ourselves. That's the hope anyway. That's my goal is to be better today than I was yesterday. I would love to be perfect, but I will never be that. I will die literally attempting it. And that's what this podcast is about. My hope, and I know it's yours, is that we can give little pieces, little nuggets maybe to encourage those who are listening to to know that we're all in this together, this difficult, this beautiful, this painful thing we call life. And hopefully one day, you know, we'll get to a place in which we appreciate and are confident and comfortable with where we are and the fact that we'll never be perfect. Inherent in that uh, topic, inherent in the title is the word die. It is going to, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to all of us. This is no surprise, although it is a mystery in that we have really no idea what that means. And so there's there's something sacramental about dying and death to me where we do not understand it, but we know there is some kind of goodness and some kind of grace in it. It's completely natural. All living beings experience it. Uh, we see it happen seasonally every single year. The grass fades, the flower withers, the wind blows, and living gives way to death. And then comes spring. We see it happen every day in our own personal lives. Every night when we lie down and our head hits the pillow, we have just practiced our death. And every morning we practice our resurrection when we awaken to a new dawn, a new day, a new life. So the themes of life and death are all around us. And I think it is incredibly important that we acknowledge that that word, which is in our title, is a part of what we are about when we talk about living your best life, when we talk about improving yourselves, when we talk about perfection, which biblically speaking means not to be without blemish. It means complete, whole. The Hebrew word shalom is a word that means wholeness. People think it means peace, but it's peace because there is wholeness. And without wholeness, there is no peace. And one day, we will not be here. Let's say that we knew that we had 24 hours. 24 solid, beautiful, rich, possible, potential, but fleeting, precious few hours. What would you do differently? in those 24 hours than you do in all the other ones. I'm laughing because the first thought coming to my mind is sleep in. <laughs> right? so tired from the baby. No, I would get up extra early. I would get up extra early and be conscientious by maybe putting something on my wrist so that it's like a, you know, for instance, if I need to remember something, I cross my finger. We've talked about that, but to be positive, like everything that comes out of my mouth for the rest of my life <laughs> will be and remain positive. And I will only want to be around the people in which that I genuinely like just love. I mean, 
yes, you're supposed to love everyone. My friends, my family is who I'd want to be. Why do I want so badly to max out a credit card? <laughs> it's, it's like, to leave your spouse with, uh, with the debt. With debt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because you love... How many... Literally, let me ask you this. this how is, many televisions would you buy? Oh, my God. How many clicks on Amazon would there be for you? I don't know. I Probably a couple. In all honesty, what's the first thing you would do when you woke up to that morning? Give my wife a big hug. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then my kids. It'd be hard to let go. Yeah. And then... The, that makes me sad. I could cry talking about this. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I sometimes think about my last day. And like I hope... That, that day is filled with peace. And then I hope that the way in which I go is peaceful. I mean, that's what we all hope. We all hope we die in our sleep. I, everyone that I ask, or not ask, but talk to about dying, they're like, I want to die in my sleep. Well, of course you do, because that seems the easy way out. <laughs> but I would like to think that my last day would be filled with things that I've always wanted and hoped for. Epiphany. I just had an epiphany. Go with it. Why in the world... Do I need to wait for my last day to experience the things in which I've always... You absolutely hit the nail on the head, and it's the question I was going to bring us to at the end of the horn, the horn honking and the end of that the episode. That was the 1984 Pontiac, Pontiac Bonneville. Bonneville. Yep. I, uh, that was the question I wanted to ask. So, so let's hold on to your epiphany right there, because I think that's going to be where we all end up. It's the obvious question, right? Um. Martin Luther, 16th century German uh, monk, professor, priest, said when asked, what would you do if you knew had a day to, you knew that you had a day to live? He said, I would plant a tree. Uh, connection to the earth, uh, longevity, perpetuity, an ongoing, lasting, and enduring contribution to, to the beauty of the world. That's, that's kind of lovely, right? It's not what I would do, but that's what he said he would do. That's what makes us different. That's really the only thing that makes me different from Martin Luther. Uh, That's a joke. That was was a joke, everyone. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so stuck on that. I, that embrace, that morning embrace of my spouse. Like I would really not want to see that end. You would not want to let go, would you? No, but I'm that way as I'm that way as it is. Like I, and Joy makes fun of me about it because it's hard for me to be present in a moment because I'm always wanting for this moment to happen again. Like if I'm on a ride, like at Disney, <laughs> and my my arms are thrown up and I'm hollering, I'm having a good time, and I will turn over to her and I'll be like, can we ride this again? You know, failing to be present to the incredible time I'm having right now, I just want to have it again, right? This is a theme for me. And I, I know where that comes from and why I do that. But I, And I still do it. Like it's, it's something I have to kind of monitor against. Um, immediately, I would be like, you know, I would come out of that embrace. Be like, no, no, no. I want, I want, let's do this again. Let's make time for that again. Planting a seed for our later conversation. Why don't we do that every morning? Okay, what else would you do? Hug your wife. Hug your children. I would write letters. Wow. I would sit down and devote time to write letters to kind of summarize my 33 years and how I've, you know, done things that I'm proud of. And, and luckily I have no need to say I'm sorry 
you know, mm-hmm. for wrongs that I've done for, I've done, you know, we've moved past that. So there'd be no need for confessing of any yeah. kind. I would still say it. What, that I'm sorry? No, I, I, me personally, I would include that in my letter. Oh, for okay. sure. Well, I would definitely write letters. Um, my father did that. Is that what's in the office? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So he wrote that before he died. He did. I think he anticipated that his surgery would not go well. And uh, he wrote a letter to a, a very few people in my family, my mom, my sister. I believe he wrote one too. My sister's then would-be husband. And now they've been married for a really long time. Um, yeah, it's framed in my, in my, I read it. I read it at least once every three months. What a beautiful gift yeah. to give to someone. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would make sure I told the people that I loved, I love you. Because I think that's important. Those words are important to say, you know, oh, I know. They know I love them. You know, yeah. they know how I feel. Do yeah. they? They want to hear it. Right. I'm a words of affirmation guy myself. So, if you know, if you tell me that you love me and you, you know, physical touch is my love language too. If you give me a pat on the back and arm around my neck, you're, you're golden to me. That's, that's another thing I would do. I think I would go for a long drive. Mm, with your family. I, well, I, not that I wouldn't do that. I would do that, but my kids in car seats and crying and screaming and stuff and long car rides, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, no, that's life. <laughs> that doesn't, yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> it's maybe not very peaceful, right? I just pictured, you know, what I would do when I was like 18, 20 years old and like the 2000, in the 2002 and three, the music of that time, I would play that music now mm. and I would go and just kind of reflect, you know, cause you know, 18 and 20 years old or formidable years. Is that the right word to use right there? Formative. Yeah. Formative. What'd I say? I don't know. I thought that's what you said. I, okay. I did. You're going to play back people and you're going to be like, you didn't say that. I didn't. You know, I would reflect. I would just kind of do some reflection, some introspection. Dang it. What's yeah. the word? Introspection? That's Introspe- it. That's, yes. it. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. What, what else would you do? Hug your wife for 22 <laughs> of the 24 hours. She would be exhausted. She'd be like, okay, I'm really ready for you to go. Um, <laughs> You'd have bruises. I, I would, um, you know, I would want to spend every waking moment. Like, I think I would actually, I think I'd, I'd want us all to go on a bike ride. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do with my family. Can I go with you? <laughs> that would be, you know, probably family only. Okay. Um, and, uh, I love the idea of writing a letter. I wouldn't have time to do it all. You know, there's just really, if I had, if I had, uh, the option, I would, uh, I would probably, uh, have, if I had noticed, I would have chartered a plane and, uh, we would have gone down to the Gulf and we would just be on the beach. Mm. There's no better, uh, love that I have than watching the kids enjoy being on the beach and, we walk and we collect shells. We always come back, each of the girls, with f- four huge mesh bags of shells that they'll probably never look at again, although they have some displayed in vases in their rooms. But they just love it. We all love it, and uh, that would be a lot of fun. Do you want to be in your house? Like, if you would you like to be in your room? Like, to die in my yeah. room? Uh, you know... I think, yes, I would. My family is strong enough to to be able to kind of redeem that space and not let it just be a a tomb for the rest of their lives. But yeah, I, I think that's 
that that space, that whole house is where all the, the beautiful and terrible things do happen. So I would I would want to be there. Yeah, a lot of I mean, in our profession, we see where people just want to go home. I just want to go home. There's a story of someone that I re- I love very dearly. Their father wanted to get out of the hospital so bad. His health was was poor, and this is very recent. And yeah. he just looked at his child, and he said, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And so they discharged him, and they opened the car door when they pull in the driveway, and he starts to walk to his back door because that's how they enter their home. He collapses, oh. and he crawls, crawls, over the door, the, the, what is that portion of the, the door? The threshold. The threshold, thank you, and dies. Oh, gosh, man. He, he so badly he did longed what he wanted to, to be do. home, Yeah, and he went home, and he passed away, and that really happened about six months ago. So this, this idea of... Thank you to our first responders who were responding. This idea of going home, being home to die is, sounds very uh, appealing to me. That's where I would be, want to be. Nowhere yeah. else. Nowhere else. Man, this makes me sad. Does it? Yeah, it makes me really sad. I mean, it's not like I'm unprepared or unfamiliar. You know, the thing is, for those of us who work around death, you in a very specific, literal way, and me in a more kind of metaphoric way with, with clients, you would think... That as much as death and the fear of death, which fear of death is a is a major um, driver for a lot of of mental behavioral uh, health symptoms, um, fearing death is is a problem for a lot of people. And for those of us who are around this, one would think that we would be the best at not taking for granted the life that we have because we see death every day. Right. That is not true. Not at all. Not it can all. become just as rote and mundane and routine as a tax return for an accountant, as a cleaning for a hygienist, as a lesson plan for a teacher. Um, we need to be more mindful because we are guaranteed nothing. Mm, we're not even promised our next breath. Yeah. Can you think about that? Yeah. That, I mean, that can drive one to despair. That really could. Uh, or gratitude. Or gratitude. And I think the choice is ours. Mm-hmm. I choose gratitude. I, I think that these moments, this podcast, this 40th episode is a great eye-opening experience for me. Yeah. Man, it's awesome to know that you know, tomorrow, if I only do have tomorrow, like make it the best that I can make it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need my, my, I don't need my time stamped, the, yeah. the date or the, I don't, I don't need to know when that's going to be in order for it to be what it's supposed to be or needs to be like, it could be that now. Yeah. It can be that right in this moment. I know what you're going to do when you go home. Like I really do. I, I can picture it. You're going to walk in the front door and you're going to walk straight to joy and you're going to give her a hug. Yeah. And you're going to say, I, we podcast <laughs> about dying and that's a hundred percent true. Absolutely. And you're going to go and make sure you go into every one of your girl's rooms and say, I love you. Yeah. Aren't you? Absolutely. Are yep. you sad right now? I am sad. You are. Like, yeah. are you going to cry? I have been crying this entire time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's not a, it's not a, I mean, it's sad, but it's not a bad sad. Yeah. You know, it's just an awareness of, of my, of the limitations. You know, I know, I know that the horizon is not infinite. 
and at some point there is a sheer drop, and I want to arrive there running as fast as I can and and touching as many lives as I can and being as faithful and compassionate and good and strong and brave as I can for my family. But I know that there's there's a finish line. Mm. That's a part of it. That's the part of the journey. You know, yeah. every journey has a destination. This one is at death. Maybe there's more. How cool would that be? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. So I just focus on this, where I am right now. Right. Yeah. I would drink red wine with Joy, uh, who has this peculiar and amazing taste for a Cabernet Sauvignon. And that we would drink, uh, we would drink wine together. The girls would have Shirley Temples because they always ask for them, even though they're full of calories. And uh, they would get those. And uh, we would sit and we would watch the sunset on the beach for sure, uh, having had a really long, wonderful day. And we would eat really, really good food. And we would spend the entire rest of the night until the dawn came, whether it was by sunlight or eternal light. And we would just tell stories. That's really pretty. I got to stop talking about this. Yeah. What would you do for those of you listening, for you who are listening, what would you do if you had 24 hours to live and think of all the beautiful things that you would do and how about you just do them now? Yeah. Experience them now. Don't postpone joy. Take the trip, risk the expense, um, be vulnerable and tell somebody what you feel, how you think about them. Uh, be honest about your limitations and uh, show up in the people's lives who are always there for you. That's it, right? Yeah, that's a start. We have today. We're guaranteed nothing more than this moment, so go make something of it. On this 40th episode, I am so appreciative of you who listen, who spend time with us day in and day out. And Dr. Carroll, I'm so appreciative of you. Mm, And you. Thank you. Cheers to 40. Yeah. Happy 40th. And to many more. Let's do this again sometime. (laughs) I'm going to go hug my wife.